here come the Padres, just four games out of a playoff spot. The Dodgers awaiting for a four-game series at Petco. John and Jim with you. It is a wrap-up show. It is a good run for the Padres. I think Bob Melvin said post-game, have we won five of six this year? Well, they have right now. Winning a series in Denver after a heartbreaking game one loss, they roll the Rockies this afternoon 11-1 behind offense and bullpen day again. Scott Barlow, an inning and two-thirds in his Padres debut. Padres win 11-1. If you're here, subscribe. Year-round content for Padres fans. We hope the next couple of months are a lot of fun with the way the Padres are playing right now. So subscribe if you are here. Smash the like button for us. You've heard Jim talk about that. Um, that helps us out with the algorithm. So smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We appreciate your support with the Super Chats. We really do. We provide you with year-round exclusive Padres content. If you want to make sure we get your comment, if you want to support our work, if you want to control the direction of the conversation, click the dollar sign below the chat box like our buddy James Pressy just did. We'll get to that, James, in a moment. So thank you again. And if you want to become a member, click the join button down below as well. Um, a laugher today, Jim, in Denver, Fernando Tatis Jr., his 100th career home run. Bullpen, again, really good. I think the only concern would be Joe Musgrove's shoulder moving forward, but this team He's playing maybe it's best baseball of the year right now. Okay, so two things before we officially start. One, I'm going to have to figure out how to show you to upload a photo that's not as pixelated as like an iPhone 2. Two, Did you change it? I'm changing it. Two, okay. Crazy Raider Rad. Or no, wait. Hold on. It said hi, bye, right? No, no. Crazy Raider Rad just gifted 10 memberships no. to the wrap-up show. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, yeah, he, did. he did. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Raider Rat. Now, I feel like, has he done that before? Bruhaha has. I'm not quite sure. I think Crazy Raider Rat, who is a loyal listener and viewer of the wrap-up show, you are the man. And for our, for our viewers that are here, 10 of you just got gifted a membership, which yeah. means emoji. You get the Jim Sucks emoji. You and do. I think you get the Jim's an idiot emoji. And you get the badge next to your name. And theoretically, you could get some custom content, which we don't necessarily provide. <laughs> but it's a great way to support the channel. Crazy Raider Rad, because he said, hey, look at this. Hi, bye. Just wanted to say hi, LOL. <laughs> hi, Amazing. Bye. So it's awesome. And that's where James, thank you, James, right to the first super crazy Raider Rad strikes again. James, thank you. Crazy Raider Rad, thank you. How cool is that? Let's get some clap emojis in the chat for uh, this duo, Crazy Raider Rad, James with the first super of the night. Um, there's some good vibes going on right now uh, in the Padres community, wrap-up show community, and just with the way this team played. It's like on the brink this weekend, they beat the Rangers. They sweep them. Lose game one in Colorado, you're thinking, uh-oh, will this go sideways? No. Back-to-back bullpen games against a bad team. But the Padres haven't been good against bad teams. And they win a series. We'll get into the Dodgers conversation. We know how problematic it has been in the regular season. But it, it feels like a good opportunity. Like last year in the postseason, it felt like an opportunity. Padres took advantage. Right now, it feels like an opportunity. We'll see if the Padres can take advantage. But it's, they have it where they need it, Jim. It's not perfect, but it's, it's all in front of them. And it's all doable right now. That is correct. Um, they still have not gotten over, officially gotten over that hump, but this feels like the closest we have seen this team to be back and be serious and finally 
make a run and play you know good baseball for a prolonged period of time mm-hmm. not like a flash in the pan it feels like this is the moment where they potentially could get over that hump and start really making a dent here and you know plant that flag as to all right we're not we're serious we're not fucking around anymore uh what you saw for the first 100 games that ain't, that's over you know, we are now going to be the team people expected us to be and that what people thought we were going to be. It feels like that at this moment, right? Like it feels yeah. like this is the closest we've been to that actually happening. Well now, they, now they still have to do it. You know, like they can't just be like, oh, we didn't, you know, we didn't sell and we bought it. We bought it at the trade deadline and you know, we're playing good baseball. We've won five of six. You know, like they have to continue this and play good baseball this weekend against the Dodgers and not end up losing three or four to them. A split with the Dodgers is at the end of the world. No, but like, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's not the worst thing ever, but I, I, I would say going into this series this weekend, um, the goal is to win three or four and really like, assert yourself back into potentially the conversation of a division title. Um, and you do that with a sweep 100%, but like, Hey, remind everybody we are around and we might've sucked the first hundred games, but we're here. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously we, we know how the Dodgers have played the Padres in regular seasons for well over a decade. And it's like, you got to get out of here at worst of the split. You lose this series. You're not back where you started, but it's going to feel like you're back where you started if you lose this series. So you got to get out of here with a split. And if you can do better than that, you have everything in front of you and you're well positioned. Carlos, thank you for the super. And to Carlos's point, to our collective point, good win. Three out of four needed from the Dodgers. The series win was necessary, but not impressive. Show me against teams that make or break our season. You know, the Padres have been better against good teams than they really have been against bad teams, Uh, notwithstanding the series in Denver where they took two out of three. But, you know, you saw what they did against the Rangers. You've seen what they did against the Rays. Um, They'll be up for this series. This will be an incredible atmosphere beginning Friday night at Petco Park. I'm sure the crowds will be crazy like the postseason. Um, so can they do it against a Dodger team that has had starting pitching issues throughout the course of the season, especially recently? I'm fascinated to see if they can take advantage of this. And, you know, to Carlos's like point, you know, how this series wasn't that impressive. I would push back on it by saying this, the Padres record wise this year are one of the worst teams in baseball versus teams under 500. So, to lose game one of this series, how they did, and then come back and pretty much beat the shit out of the Rockies the next two days. I feel, I feel like it's good. It's not great. You should have swept the series. It's not great. But we've seen this team before this year versus bad teams lose the first game, win the second game, and then they ended up losing the series. It just, it literally just happened with the Pirates last week. Mm-hmm. So, They've shown they could do that, and this time they didn't. And Coors Field is kind of a little bit of a house of horrors. So good on them for managing to win the series. It wasn't great. It was good. Um, So, yeah, I would push back a little bit on that because they suck against bad teams. 
And you can't, yeah. if you expect to be in the postseason, like you can't suck against bad teams. Uh, Murray, thank you for the super chat. He says, if you're not pumped for LA this weekend, check your pulse. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, this is, and you don't get LA as much as you used to. Like a year ago, you get two home series against the Dodgers. Um, that's it. And this is one of them. And it's this weekend. And, you know, I'm not saying everything's on the line, but a lot is on the line, especially for the Padres. The Padres cannot afford to lose three out of four. I think the Dodgers could quote unquote afford to lose three out of four. So the hungry team should be the Padres. The desperate team should be the Padres. They haven't been great at home this year. Um, Keep the momentum going. 17 and 10 since the 1st of July. That's really good. Keep the momentum going. I mean, my concern is Musgrove because Musgrove had this shoulder situation, didn't start today. Bullpen was great. That's awesome. Now he's been pushed back at least until Tuesday. So you know Joe Musgrove doesn't want to miss the Dodgers series, which means there's a reason he's missing the Dodgers series. So that's my concern. We won't see Musgrove. Um, presumably, we'll see Rich Hill in there. The starting pitching is still very good, but m- my concern right now is Joe Musgrove, to be honest with you. The, I, I agree with you there. It Musgrove is definitely a concern. How big of, how big of a concern is he going to be determines on the next update we get from whoever, whenever about him. Yeah. Um, so as of right now, it's something to keep an eye on for sure. I'm not going to go DEFCON 1 on it. No, definitely not. But, but Waka, you know, I didn't know how long Waka would be, and Waka's been some time. Exactly. Um, and and Joe's this Joe this year has had injuries that he has been dealing with. So I hope it's nothing big, because if it is, then that's a big problem. It would be a huge problem. I mean, it would be a huge problem, but let's hope that's not the case. Um, Carlos, thank you again. He says, oh, Gary, you're so scary, cracking. What a pickup. I mean, Gary Sanchez has had some big moments. For a guy that is hitting 214, he -hmm. has been ultra productive, not to mention the fact the way that he's called games, specifically working with Blake Snell. Mm -hmm. This was a complete flyer, scrap heap, why not, can't do worse pickup that has benefited them (laughs) drastically. To get the production that that this team has gotten from Gary Sanchez as their catcher, from what they've had to him, it is such a massive boost. I don't care that he's hitting two four fifteen. I just I don't. The home runs, the fourteen home runs, you know that to me is the most important thing because if you tell me right like if you said hey your catcher's in 215 i'd be like all right well is he giving you anything else is that is that it like is he in 214 with one home run or is he right. in 214 like with Nola. like 20 home runs a guy that has 20 home runs for you behind the plate brings a lot of value especially i think honestly tell me if i'm wrong john He's been pretty good defensively behind the plate. He has. I mean, he's a, he, he's a guy you're you're bringing back. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no reason to. not to. He's a guy you're bringing back. And listen to this stat. Now, again, we know about the slow star for Machado. Who has a higher OPS? Gary Sanchez, the Manny Machado. I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty crazy. Now it's seven eighty seven seventy nine. He's got to be slugging way over five hundred. It's got to be. I don't know. I have his OPS at seven eighty, and he's hitting two fourteen. So it's got to be five hundred. Let me check um, here. Yeah, it's got to be good. He is maybe not five hundred. Maybe five hundred. Maybe five hundred. I think it's five hundred. With it on base under three hundred is my guess. So he is slugging with the Padres 
503. Boom. That's wild. Insane. With a 294 on base, not the greatest thing in the world, but hey, uh, he's got a 797 OPS with the Padres this year. I have 780. Well, he also played uh, three games for the Mets. Gotcha. Okay. So, so um, okay. Yeah. Let me he's get been back amazing. to he's been an amazing that's pickup. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, let's get back to these supers, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, we appreciate the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Please smash that like button for us. It does help us out. Alex, thank you. He says, um, they've sucked me in. They mirror the 2021 Braves. In terms of record, they do. In terms of playing better in the second half, so far they do. Now, did they make the moves that the Braves made at the deadline of 2021? We'll find out. Good first day for Scott Barlow, an inning in two-thirds of hitless scoreless three strikeout no walk relief i think you'll take that every day of the week by the way ray kerr barlow cosgrove garcia right i mean it was good really good the last two days the bullpen but um are they going to mirror the 2021 braves that'd be a nice ending to the year wouldn't it through all the shit that this team went through um, <laughs> and then they win and the world the series base, nice. yeah that'd be pretty cool it'd be pretty cool yeah it's yet to be determined on the moves how they pan out barlow today was good um Mud made a really good point today on the broadcast that days when uh, Josh Hader's down, you have another closer in the bullpen. I do think Robert Suarez is like the closer of the future, but um, Barlow can close games because he's done with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So he he knows what it takes to get the final three outs of a game. Yeah, so no that's a, so that alone, the pickup is one hundred percent worth it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, none of the players that they acquired besides Barlow played in the last two games. Correct. And that's, I think, our point. And my point is these guys that they got, yeah, you you hope that they help you around the edges, you know, because when you need a, a pinch hit uh, at bat off the bench, you're not going to, you know, Taylor Colway. Yep. You're going to a vet and you have a couple on the bench, a righty, a left, like, experienced hitters and G-Man Choi and Garrett Cooper. So that will help you there. But overall, the way this team gets back in it is if the guys they've already had and have on this team perform. And and Bob saw it, Bob said it today. He's like, I didn't think we need to make any trades. We just need to play up to our potential. Now, I do think they needed something, but um, he's he's right. Like The guys they have on this team need to perform. And if they do and they stay healthy, you're looking at a potential here to do something really special and make a run. And they have it all in front of them right now. They, they put themselves in position and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, they're one through five in terms of like playing to its potential is really damn good and playing like it. Now, can we know about amazing as good of a little fitter as there is in the game? Probably Tatis. Okay. Up and down. That's fair. Homer today still is 100. Still a, scary. Yeah, scary. Soto, a 951 OPS. Don't put 1,000 OPS out of the realm for Juan Soto this year. Manny Machado has been much better since the 1st of June. Mm-hmm. Xander Bogart's even today, three for five. So, I mean, you, you got guys, you, look at that. Those five hitters had like 10 hits today. And then add <laughs> Gary Sanchez and Jake Corner with yeah, us. Exactly. up a little bit here. I mean, right. Sanchez today, three hits. I mean, I get it. It's Colorado. It's a bad team. It's a random Wednesday. It's not the Dodgers. Um, but we'll see what they do against the Dodgers, who have had, you know, very average pitching. And that's putting it, you know, nicely 
to be fair. Um, Carlos, thank you. He says, goodbye, Garcia or Hill. I'll take Kerr with his 98-mile-per-hour fastball. Yeah, Kerr's got good stuff. Kerr struck out six, walked three in two and a third innings. <laughs> I know. Here today, um, Garcia, who the hell knows what's going on? The bases were low in the ninth inning for no reason. He like hit one and walked one, made no sense. Um, and Hill's on the IL, right? They placed him on the IL today in that yeah. series of moves. Yeah, Garcia is now your mop-up guy, regardless of where you are. If yeah, you're up, up by down, 10 runs, yep. down by 10 runs, Garcia is your mop-up guy. That's what his role is now turned into. Every team needs that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like complaining, but it was odd that he still made the cut here. It was very odd that Carpenter made the cut. We'll talk about that. Um, but Kerr was nice today after he got the wildness out of the way. He has some good swing and miss stuff. Um, I'm not saying like he's going to be a guy that is going to be in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning of, of a of a Probably pennant race down the, down the down the stretch here. Right. But he's got some nice stuff, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Alex, thank you again. Says a catcher with 20 bombs will be first one since 06 for the Padres. And he got here when? Middle of the May of May. How many games has he played for the Padres? You probably have it. You're it's not um, a lot. Not a million. He's played 51 games and he has 14 home runs in 51 yeah, games. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's a 40 home run season in a full year. I mean, 06 was what, Mike Piazza? That must have been, yeah. I think it was my I think it was Piazza. Um, oh six, yeah, crazy. Hit, the production from him changed everything. You know, it just it just like imagine this lineup with Austin Nola in it. Still, it wouldn't be very appealing. <laughs> it would not be. Um, and I think the key to the lineup is Ben Hassan Kim. That's been the key for me. Mm-hmm. You have him in a leadoff spot, and he's turned into one of the best leadoff hitters in the game, one of the hottest hitters in the game, and frankly, one of the best players in the game right as of right now for what he's done the last month and a half. He's been fantastic. Um, that has changed the entire lineup. It, it just has. When you can move everybody down, lengthens everything out, you're not having a top-heavy lineup. Like It just changes everything. Um, so I... If, I don't know if they do team MVPs at the end of the year, but right now my team MVP is Hassan Kim. Yeah, like at the pizza party, like you're honoring him for something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Carlos, thanks again. He said, I mean, this was amazing today. Uh, Padres normally don't let money get in the way under Peter Seidler. I have to assume that's the issue here. It's a two-year deal for Matt Carpenter. He's still here. So I'm assuming it's because of his contract terms. Carpenter not getting cut, still need to pay him. If so, the Carpenter and Garcia remaining on the active roster today was a bit of a not a bit of a surprise. It was a big surprise, to be honest with you. So I don't know what the end game is with Matt Carpenter. I, re- I really don't. Is he going to be here through 2024? That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, will he be here through 2023? I mean, he's made it till this point, including the deadline and a series of moves today. So maybe. Yeah, I don't know, man. If they keep winning, I don't care. If we don't right. ever see Carpenter again, it doesn't bother, doesn't bother me. As long as they keep winning. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Twenty six, man. Again, you're gonna have a be- you're gonna have a last reliever. You're gonna have a last bench piece. Yeah, every team has them. You know, that's what they have. I mean, no team is perfect. One through twenty six. No so nope. if if Garcia and Carpenter are your twenty fifth and twenty sixth men on this roster, it's not the end of the world if you're winning. Yeah, you're not having Carpenter out there every day. If Carpenter was hitting every day, then out of the, out of a oh, massive problem. 
be a disaster. If Garcia was still putting put in like high leverage situations, innings, yeah. I'd have a massive problem. But they're not. Yeah. So it, as long as they keep winning, everything's fine. Veldon Putras, thank you very much. This is very generous. Clap emojis in the chat. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, smash the like button for us. And uh, also, we appreciate the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. By the way, thank you for the super thanks that have been rolling in the last couple of days. If you're watching on replay, and if you want a shout out on air, but you're not watching it live, and you're like, man, I'd love a shout out on air. Um, I want to do a shout out for a super that came in earlier today. Now, the name on the super, Jim, I have to find. And that might take me a minute. Um, but I'm on that. I'll get to that, okay? After we hear from Veldon here, who says, thank you, Veldon. Says Tatis got to the 100 home run, or got the 100 home run monkey off his back. Now we go. Also, thoughts on HSK's value and what a contract might look like. We talked a little bit about this on the radio today. I feel like we need to lock him down here soon. Love you guys. Keep it up. We love you too. We theorized, what, Jim, four for 80 or five for 100 was in line potentially for Hassan Kim if he can do this again for another half a year or more. Yeah, if he finishes out this year on the pace that he's at, I mean, Duke could have close to a 900 OPS, and he's going to have over 30 steals and hit close to 300 and probably have 20-plus home runs Mm -hmm. and like 70 RBIs, maybe 50 RBIs because he's not in the leadoff spot, and win a gold glove. That, to me, is a 20-plus million-dollar player. Easily. I mean, I think he could get it. I mean, you gave Jay Cronenworth $80 million by you. I mean, the Padres did. I know it wasn't $20 million a year. It was eleven. Maybe a little more than that. But, I mean, Hassan Kim has played nothing like Jake Cronenworth. I mean, he's played no. like as good of a player in the National League, basically, this year. So, tw- I mean, they got him on a bargain. The yep. four-year 27 or whatever, these last two years are bargain, bargain. Yep. And, um, yeah, he's, he'll, get, he'll get his. Again, I'm not saying he's not going to get $200 million, but could he get 100 As crazy as it sounds, I think it's at least possible that he could. And he's still relatively young. I mean, he's 27, 27 years old. Mm-hmm. So he's entering his prime and, you know, good on good on him for putting in the work and having it, you know, now it's paying off like it was easy. And I, I am one of those people to write him off after his first two seasons because couldn't hit the fastball. There were some glimpses last year, right? He might have been a guy after, you know, that just was going to be great defensively and he'll be on a lot. of He'll play a lot. Uh, a years in the big leagues because if you're great defensively you're going to be on teams hit a little bit you know but he's now turned into an all-around like valuable player leadoff hitter can run uh gold glove hit for some pop i couldn't have asked for anything more from hasan kim i'm glad he turned it around um he's been fantastic he's been absolutely fantastic by the way, our super thanks goes to our buddy Colby Lefevre, who's a longtime viewer. Uh, had a super thanks last night after our show when the Padres beat the Rockies in game two. Colby, thank you. And Veldon, thank you as well for your super chat. If you want that shout out again, um, because you're here on replay, just click the super thanks button down below. Alex, thank you again. All right, Corey Dickerson, DFA'd, fourth outfield option. And he was in Washington, I want to say. And that is correct. And he's had a very bad year. But they don't have many outfielders. Probably why he was DFA'd. (laughs) 
79 OPS plus. Um, but they don't have a lot of outfielders. I mean, he was hitting 252 with no pop. If I feel like if this team needs another outfielder, where are you turning? Um, two players, and they're already with the organization. They're uh, in the minor. They're in AAA. Jose Zocar and Ben Gamble. Yeah, who, yeah. So they same. signed right, exactly. So those are the two options you have there. Um, I don't think they're going to go out and get veteran. Yeah, with guys Corey in their organization Dickerson. already. Yeah, left-handed hitter, but I mean, negative half point five WAR is not exactly screaming. Go pick him up right now. Yeah, they they like I said, Jose Zocar or or Ben Gamble. Those two guys are already in your organization. You're gonna have those guys be your other outfielders over picking up somebody like a Corey Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good point. Guys, want to remind you that if you're here live or on replay, we really do appreciate it. We wouldn't be able to do this without your support, and we couldn't do it without our title sponsor support, Mark Nimitz. At Farmers Insurance, a great insurance agent. We know that. We do business with them. I have a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy with Mark. He's a great agent with great customer service and communication. And if you have any needs in any insurance category, whether it's a renewal or you want information on a new policy, you got to get in contact with Mark. You really do. I saw someone earlier today on social media was saying he was trying to get in contact with Mark. Click the link in the description down below, okay, to get to the website. You get a free quote online, whatever it is, auto home, business life, earthquake, whatever it is. You get a free quote online or by calling Mark, native San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan, has saved me a lot of money on insurance. He can save you $750 or more just by switching your insurance. You can get a quote through him. We'll talk to you about the Padres and this surge of winning five of their last six games. So if you support our channel, if you want to support a local business here in San Diego and a great insurance agent, and he's been with us since day one, which is now like over two years on YouTube, please consider supporting Mark Nimitz before you renew. Get in contact with Mark. If you need a, information on a new policy, please contact Mark Nimitz at Farmers. Yeah, all his information is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jeff the Wrap-Up Show sent you. Dodgers. Petco Friday. Off day Thursday. Um, we'll see one of these other newcomers, I would assume, whether it's G-Man Choi or Garrett Cooper could absolutely appear. I don't know when Rich Hill is scheduled to make his debut. I think he last pitched July 30th, and tomorrow is August. I mean, we're going to see him this weekend. I know that mm-hmm. is when we'll see Rich Hill. We'll absolutely see G-Man Choi and or Garrett Cooper at some point on Friday. So you'll see some of the new faces. And here we go. A little bit of the stretch run. It kind of reminds me, Jim, a little bit of 2020 right now where it's like just just pedal the metal. I, I No excuses. Win, win, win. Find your way in. I mean, you're starting from behind the eight ball because you're four games out, but you're four games. I mean, they were eight games out at one point in July from a playoff spot. They were eight games under 500. They've pulled to within one game of 500 for the first time since June 18th. They have not been over, and they need a couple of wins to do it. They haven't been over since May 10th. So, like, they're on the cusp. You've you've talked about that. Are they a serious baseball team or not? Nearly nearly are unless the Dodgers, the damn Dodgers get in the way for the 1 millionth time. This, this is going to tell you a lot about this team this weekend. If they revert back or they continue and push forward, you hope it's the first option where they have finally turned that corner and they're going to lose games the rest of the way. They just are. They won't, they won't win out. No, they won't win out. 
It would be a franchise record if they do it. 55 in a row. In a four-game series, at worst, is a split, and you got to go for try to you got to try to win three or four. I don't care. It's the Dodgers, and it's going to tell you something about this team if they can win three or four. Um, then come in, and I mean, they play Monday afternoon, so yeah. probably around four thirty ish. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mm-hmm. If they win three or four and, like, it's going to be changed. It's going to change everything. I feel like it's literally everybody's going to feel a different way, even though they'd only be one game over 500. It would just feel like, here we go. This is it. This team, you feel confident in them. I mean, here's the thing. It still teeters for us. Like the next two game losing streak will be quasi panic, but because of the work they've done over the last month, plus you maybe can stomach it a little more because they've they've done some work here and you don't feel as if the two games buries them. Now you don't Correct. want it. No. Now, what are the odds they lose consecutive games in their last 53? Pretty high. I mean, it'd be pretty damn impressive if that doesn't happen. Especially against the teams they're playing. Yeah, so that's the thing. You're going to have to roll with it a little bit. I said a couple of days ago, I I think they could stomach a three-game losing streak, but I'm not prepared to say they could stomach multiple three-game no. losing streaks from here on out. So that's kind of what you're up against. Again, you don't have to be perfect, no. but you got to be good. Yeah. Um, Nate, thank you for uh, the super and thanks for hanging out. He says, concern level with Bogart's contract right now. Have to think he gets back to himself at some point, but still wish we saved that money for Soto. That is a great super chat. I mean, I don't think it's it's panic, you know, five alarm sound off all the buzzers right now with Bogart's. I really don't, but it's been disappointing. And the Soto thing is like it, you have to sit down with him the second the season ends and figure out if it's in the cards or not to keep this guy. Yeah. And like all indications are like, why on earth would you not do it? A 24 year old with a 951 OPS that you traded the world for. So you got to figure out if it's realistic or not. And you got to do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. I'm not panicking about Bogart's contract right now. It's a, it's a bad season. Don't get me wrong. But am I saying this is a bad contract? No, not yet. Talk to me in two years, two years in, well, three years, I guess. Even and, two years in, if he does this exact same thing next year, it's it's not going to be looking good. No, no, it will be trending down, and it will be probably time for a little bit of concern, maybe more than just a little bit, because you you paying this guy to be an all star shortstop for you, you know, you, you you moved off, you moved Kim, and you moved Tatis off shortstop to bring in this guy, and he's not even performing close to the level of Hassan Kim and Fernando Tatis Jr., so it makes you think. Well, shit, if this guy's not doing better than those two players who they had to move to make room for Xander, why couldn't they have just used that money elsewhere? Hmm. So that's that's where you're thinking, like, you hope this is just an off year for him. You hope that this is just a, you know, new environment type of, I got to get comfortable, give me a year, I'll be good after that type of thing. But if this teeters on, like, 
two years, three years, and it turns in. I'm not saying he's like Eric Hosmer because he's. I think he's completely different than him in every single way. But just the production value. If you get, if you're getting the production value matched up with the contract, like you did with Hosmer and his contract and Bogarts and his contract, then yeah, you got a problem. I, and I said today, I'm like, from a personal clubhouse leading perspective, not that I know all. But there are a lot of reasons to like Xander Bogarts. Look at the track record. Produced and won at a very high level with the Red Sox multiple times. Was among the preeminent names on multiple championship teams. I think he said a lot of the right things here in San Diego, including two days ago when he said, I played like trash and this one's on me. That's that's not easy for every player to do. Um, and I just think he's I, – I like what he has said. I don't like how he's played. And I think he'd probably say the same thing in terms of his first year performance. But, you know, if you get into the tournament, so to speak, and you have Xander Bogarts, who's been in this thing a lot and has won at a very high level, like you'd like to believe that he could be pretty damn valuable in that situation, even if he doesn't have a great year. That doesn't mean he's not capable of leading you in a postseason, considering his postseason track record in terms of yeah. winning. He's He's been there. He's done it all. He's bringing the experience, but you said the same thing about Hosmer. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm not saying they're the same player. Well, I guess I'm comparing them a little bit, but but they're not the same people or player at all. I'm just saying like... They're not the same person. I can... No, no, not not even close. (laughs) But, you know, you said the same thing with Hosmer. Like, hey, he brings his pedigree. He'd been in two World Series. Yeah. But you got to match. You got to show production, man. You got to You got to produce. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, not to, I don't agree with the, like you said, you're not comparing him to Hosmer, but at the end of the day, you can compare contract. If it's a bad contract, it's a bad contract. Eric Hosmer had a bad contract. Xander Bogarts may have a bad contract here. Hopefully not. But it's yet but, to be determined. Yeah, but that would be the comparison. If it's a bad deal because you're paying him a lot of money and you can't get out from underneath it. And yeah, the, I guess the one thing I would say about Hosmer no, I don't know. I mean, I was going to say he wasn't really on any good team, but he was actually. Yeah. The The one thing that I am concerned about with Xander is complete lack of pop. Like it yeah, but does. That's where I go back to the wrist. And maybe it's the wrist, but then that's a problem. Well, unless they get it, you know, whatever cleaned up or surgically repaired. I don't know what the issue is, but I assume it can be dealt with. I mean, if you're looking here, John. He's hitting no, I know, I know. Four of the last five years, he's hit under 20 home runs. And that's in Boston. Or excuse me, dude, three of the last three of the last four years. My bad. Dude, look at Boston. Look at the ballpark factors, the dimensions. Now, 2019, he had 33 home runs. But then he backed that up. Okay, 11 home well, runs in 2020. Fake. Yeah, I yeah, get that's it. actually fake. a good number. Yeah. But then last year, 15. This year, 11. Like, so this year, he'll hit. Right, 16, 17. You know, that, yeah, it's not a huge number. That is concerning because uh, you're hitting the middle of the order and uh, you aren't showing any level of pop. Like Hassan Kim has way more pop than Xander Bogarts right now. That, that's that's yeah. my concern with Xander is his level lack of pop. Yeah, this is interesting. Thank you, George. It says Correa and Turner are around 11 or 12 homers too. Yeah, it's interesting, you know. Yeah, both players. I mean, yeah. Turner's had a. I mean, if you guys want to be shocked, go look at well, Trey Turner's numbers. Terrible. I mean, the guy makes three hundred million dollars, and uh, wow. Yeah, 
I know. And they wanted him. They being the Padres, they want, I mean, they wanted Aaron Judge. They wanted Sandra Bogarts. I mean, these are big deals. Um, Will, thank you so much, man. Good to see you in the chat. Thanks, thank Will. you for your generous super as always. Um, yeah, some clap emojis if uh, if you wouldn't mind for our buddy Will Duca, who says Gary Sanchez has 36 RBIs, just one behind Xander's 37. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, he has 37 RBIs, Xander Bogarts, in August. Oh, I know. Um, he says, while definitely not giving up on him, but he's going to be needed down the stretch for this team to make a run to the playoffs. Tons of head to head matchups. In the pipeline, we've talked to it's a good point. I mean, there is Arizona seven times coming up. They have not been good. Dodgers here for four plus a series at Dodger Stadium, Miami. Right. I mean, there's tons of opportunities, but you could yeah. say there's opportunities for the other teams as well. But, yeah, when you're playing good baseball and you're trying to track someone down, I think it's advantageous to be playing the teams directly in front of you. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the Gary Sanchez production level has saved this team <laughs> from where they were especially with Xander's just really bad season, like 37 RBIs. I mean, he leads the league in double plays grounded into. Uh, Wait, that's nice to lead the league in something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, we, I've, I said I don't want to compare him to Hosmer, but, you know. So that's that's a comparison. That's a comparison. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, don't give up on Xander yet. I think his makeup – is a makeup that you believe in um, and that you believe he's actually going to make the adjustments and that he's going to do the work and he's going to acknowledge like, okay, this needs to change. And that's what Hosmer never did. He never acknowledged he needed change. He was always stubborn and would always do what he wanted to do. And he mm-hmm. never changed. And I don't think Xander's like that. No, I don't think so either. I, I have a, I mean, feeling's not the right word because it's been discussed wildly or, or widely. Like I, I, imagine it stems from a risk that I'm hoping can improve in some manner with something in an off season. I can't guarantee it. I don't know, but I'm going to have to make that assumption with 10 years left on the deal that they're going to get his wrist in better condition than it has been for a lot of this year. And maybe that's an excuse, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's legitimate excuse as well. I I don't know. I really don't know. And the, and those last month, including the last two days, I mean, there was an all-star break there, so I'll say the last month because we missed a bunch of games, but 17 and 10, they, they did it. They had the 17 and 10 month that they needed to get themselves back into it, and now they're back into it, and they've given themselves an opportunity with everything in front of them. It's still a climb, but it's not this daunting climb. Yeah, like it's, it, not a, it's not a steep climb. It, it's like a gradual. Four games and yeah. 50-something games to play like that's a gradual climb it's like if you went into this weekend still six and a half out of a yeah you'd be spot, worried that's a quicksand at that point you'd be worried yeah yep you would four is much uh, more manageable yeah four seems reasonable Quan wants to know if people are going to the blind borough on friday we'll broadcast our show three to six on friday john and jim yeah san diego sports 760 we'd love to see you they got great food drinks atmosphere i mean you're like a block maybe from the ballpark um, seventh and J. So we'd love to see you at the Blind Borough on Friday. Darren Smith, twelve to three. John and Jim, three to six. Game time, six forty. By the way, did you see in the chat? Mm. Uh, Crazy Raider Rad's membership giveaway. Maria, 
our longtime viewer of the wrap-up show got gifted a membership. So Let's congratulations. Go. And what, you know what? That's called karma because Maria was getting like trolled on yesterday yeah. for absolutely no reason. She's one of our most loyal Those viewers. Losers. Yeah. Um, who we've had the good pleasure of meeting this year, whether I think at Fair Play at least a few times. I don't know if Maria's been to Blind. I think Maria, were you at the Blind Borough one time? It's possible. I don't know. But we've I, definitely seen the, her at yeah. Fair Play a few times. Right. This season. So that's called good karma. Good karma. Yeah. Guys, if you're here, subscribe, smash the like button, follow us on Twitter Hit at Josh Schaefer like at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the supers that have rolled in. You can click that dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super, as you know. We also want to thank one of our longtime partners here on the wrap up show, our friends at Aura. Their co founder, Will, is a native San Diegan and a massive Padres fan. He's got a great company with plant based nutritional products. If you're looking to get healthier, Aura is the way. To do it at ORA.organic or by clicking the link in the description down below. I love their probiotic because I've taken it for over a year every single day for digestion. I've taken a probiotic for 10 years um, and I won't switch from Aura. So this is a great product and I've been taking it every day for over a year for digestion, heart health and more. Proteins for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils for you fish oil pill users. You can take the omega-3 oils from Aura. They have sleep pills and immunity pills and much more. Get to ORA.organic. Click the shop button. You can shop and browse as you watch or listen to the wrap-up show. But again, if you're looking to get healthier, if you want to support our channel and support a local business, they've got offices right here in Liberty Station. Check them out at ORA.organic. Yeah, guys, if you want to start taking some supplements and you know being healthier, get you don't, yeah, get jacked like John and uh, don't know where to start, or is the best place to go. Uh, www.ora.organic. All of their supplements are uh, organic and plant-based, healthiest on the market. Go there, pick up some stuff, try it out, report back to us. Guarantee you, you'll be thanking us later. Agreed, Jeremy. <laughs> and yes, you'll thank us later. Uh, yes, Faye, if you weren't here last night, it was, I don't even, it was a Dodger fan. I don't even know. Probably Dodger trolls. We started banning people because we're like, there's no place for that. We're talking about the Padres. We don't need absurdity in the chat. Yeah. This is what I would say. What does the pitching look like this weekend for the Padres? You Darvish on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Blake uh, Snell on Saturday. Snell Saturday, TBD Sunday. And then Lugo. So that's Rich Hill. So, that, that's so it's Darvish, Snell, Hill, Lugo. I'll take my chances. Yeah, I'll take my chances too. You know, Lugo really good. Snell really good. Darvish up and down. Yeah, you'd mm-hmm. love to have Musgrove. You really would in this series at home. I mean, you'd absolutely love it. <laughs> um, it'll pitch in Seattle, hopefully, when they go on the road on Tuesday. But um, I, li- I'll, I like my chances there. Four games at home. Blake Snell and Seth Lugo. I like my chances in that. I- I'm... I'm interested in what the crowd's going to be like. I am. Um, I thought that first series against the Dodgers at home was a really compelling one. That was the Kershaw. You beat them. The meme. You lose the next two games. Oh, was there karma involved? Game three, Josh Hader's on the mound in the ninth on Sunday Night Baseball with two outs, and Mookie Betts ties the game, and the Dodgers eventually win it, probably in extras, because the Padres don't win in extra innings. So, I mean, think back to last year, Jim, with some of the games in the first half of the year between the Padres and the Dodgers, or was that 2021 with all those classic games? On Sunday Night Baseball, Tatis multiple homers off Bauer. That 2021. Was 2021. Um, so it's been interesting. It's been entertaining, if nothing else. Then you have the postseason last year. Um, it's been good theater, you know? 
It has. It's um, it's what Dodger fans hate to hear, a rivalry. Right. <laughs> you know that what the Padres did in the postseason last year made it a rivalry. You gotta have. You gotta beat them at some point. You can't have the Dodgers continuously beat the shit out of you and call it a rivalry. Last year in the postseason, it became a rivalry. Yeah, I mean they've met two of the last three postseasons, if you want to call it that, in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then 2022. I mean, there's nothing that says they couldn't do it again in 2023, truthfully. Yeah. I, I don't think the Dodgers are going to have the best record in the National League this year. No, I don't either. Or the second best, maybe. Maybe they might. They but... may because of the Central, right? But still, I think um, there's a possibility that could happen again. It could absolutely. It could happen. And that would be crazy. That would be meeting in the postseason three times in four years. I mean, shoot, the Dodgers and the Giants, I think, have only met in the postseason one time ever. Yeah, you I know. know, and that was so the that, that was the 106, 107 win teams yeah. that went seven game series. Um, actually, it went a five game because it was in the it was wild. It was in the division. Oh, it, that made no sense, right? That makes it right. Because one was a wild card team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, thank you. Says think Joe soreness means saving for duds. What's that mean? <laughs> what am I missing, Jeremy? Someone put it in the chat and explain this to us because we're idiots. Saving for duds? Does he mean Dodgers? Oh, I don't. Okay, if you're saying Dodgers, we don't think so. By the way, yeah, I don't think. I think it was described as like he's probably gonna next start he makes is like back on regular turn. Yeah, they said Tuesday. I thought would be the soonest he'd pitch, and the series ends Monday. Yeah. But I guess you never know. I guess you, I mean, maybe if he feels better. Skipping a turn in the rotation for Joe Musgrove, kind of interesting. Just skipping a turn in the rotation. But here's the thing, though. If you got Rich Hill on regular rest mm-hmm. and you have an opportunity with a guy who's been dealing with some stuff this year to give him some extra rest and you don't have to like move anybody else around, you just slot Hill, who you just traded yeah, for that's in true. that spot. And you got Darvish on regular rest. You got uh, Snell and Lugo both on regular rest. I think I'm okay with it. I'm I'm fine just as long as he makes his next schedule start. Hundred percent. Oh, I'm I'm cool with it. I, I just think it does it say something. That's what I was kind of curious. Like, does it say something about where he is in this point in the season and needing rest? That he not only does he need to miss tonight's start or today's start, he won't pitch at any point in the next four days. I. I view it as um, this dude's been a workhorse for you the last two years. Right. So just tell him to skip a turn and we're not going to deal with it. He has pitched through a lot. And I'm, it, hey, we just got reinforcements on the way. Just take a little bit of rest. We need you down the stretch. We can't afford you to be injured. So we'll see you in like 10 days. Yeah, the, the thing is, and you said it today on the radio, you look up and he's had a really good year with very similar Dude, numbers to 2021 and 2022. The the only difference is going to be, because of his health a little bit this year, is he won't get near the innings. I mean, he was 181 innings both of the seasons, his first two seasons in San Diego. He's at mm-hmm. 97 and a third right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he makes nine or ten starts. I'm just doing the math on it. I mean, yeah, I mean, ten times six would be um, – 
157. So he'd be about 25 innings short. That, that might be a bit aggressive, 10 times six, with him missing this turn in the rotation. Well, he's going to throw 140 innings. That's fine. Which is fine. Again, if he's healthy in the postseason uh, and you get to the postseason, then, then you know, it works. Yeah. And this, this, what he's done the last two years, he has built himself up to a point where he might, at 150 innings, going into hopefully the postseason, feel fresher than he's ever felt because mm-hmm. he hasn't yeah, taxed true. his arm. So, hey, if Joe only throws 145 or 150 innings this year, like I know he can get – I know he's capable of a 200-inning year. I know he's capable of having average years of 180 innings plus. That's fine by me. Just make sure he's healthy. Yeah. All that matters is is healthy down the stretch and hopefully um, into the postseason as well. Guys, if you play fantasy sports, the best place to do it is with our friends and our partner, Underdog Fantasy. You can do it at underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app. And if you use our promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You don't have to deposit $100. You can start at $10 and get a 100% deposit match by using promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. At underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app, they have drafts going on right now across all sports. You can win literally millions of dollars in prizes in some of these drafts. And the best part about the drafts is after the draft, which you can do yourself or auto draft, there are no trades or waiver wires. So it's the best and simplest and easiest place to play. And then they have the daily pickums going on right now across all sports, including baseball. You go two for two in the pickums by just going higher or lower than four and a half strikeouts, for example, or five hits allowed or a certain number of total bases, and you can win. And you can pick all the way up to five different selections. You can insure it, which means you don't even have to get all five of them right. You can miss one and still win. So if you're looking for a place to play fantasy sports, if you want to support our channel, make sure to use our promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get that 100% deposit match up to $100 by going to underdogfantasy.com. We're downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. All right, Jim. All right, John. Anything that we failed to mention here today? Well, we're off tomorrow, obviously. Well, yes, on YouTube we'll be YouTube. on. We'll be on the radio. John and Jim, San Diego Sports Seven Sixty, three PM. Be back with you Friday night, and uh, yeah. We are working on some things with John and Jim, by the way. I, I will. That's the tease. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We are working on things. Like to get rid of Jim. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, I yeah, remember, we appreciate you guys. That, remember when I stole your Yeah, he always has my freaking cord, guys. He literally, uh, the show goes till 6 p.m. He tells me at 544, hey, can I borrow your cord? I'm like, for 10 minutes? So he phone was dying. He was at 6%. And then he doesn't give me the cord back. And I'm the one. I literally told him that. <laughs> You'd kill me. I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Or if I'm like, I will not give you your, this cord ever again under any circumstance, including if you need it in a life or death situation. <laughs> teach you a lesson. I'm like, then I'm dead. I know. Well, I'd probably get Aaron would not be happy with you. I know. I know. No, she wouldn't. Especially you'd be, you'd be marrying nobody. Yeah. You'd be marrying <laughs> nobody at the wedding. Be like realignment, dude. Uh, <laughs> holy shit uh will thanks again man he says thoughts on when R- waka returns six-man rotation moving hill or lugo to the pen got to give it 
credit to Lugo this year has been a great or has been great this year. He has been great. I don't think they go six man rotation. I think they move so much to the bullpen. I don't. I, I don't think with fifty something games left, Jim, and needing to like overcome a deficit in the wild Maximize. card, you want to pitch Blake Snell less. You want to pitch Joe Musgrove less. I, I want to pitch these guys more in the final fifty games, not less. Rich so, Hill. I mean, here's the thing with Rich Hill. Yeah. If if he makes five starts, he makes five starts. If he makes seven starts, he makes seven starts. Are you going to lose your mind if Rich Hill doesn't make an? Or maybe Hills makes the starts and Lugo gets moved to the bullpen, but is really good. Like. I don't think you can't not move one of those guys to the bullpen is my point. Whenever Walker gets back, hopefully he's healthy. True. That's his first. And if he is healthy, this now presents uh, multiple options for this team that they didn't have before the deadline. Like, is Rich Hill this amazing option for you? Is he Justin Verlander? No, he's not. But he's a guy that can give you innings. Okay? And a guy that... You know he's going to go out there. He's a vet. He's going to battle for you. He's not Ryan Weathers. You know, Pedro Avila did great yesterday. Same thing with Nick Martinez today. But you need a guy that can go more than three. Mm-hmm. And that's where Rich Hill can give you. He's not going to go seven. He's not going to go eight. He'll give you like right. five. You yeah. know? And that's that's all you need. So with the trade of Rich Hill, again, it's not Verlander. But guess what? If Walker comes back and he's healthy – they have options now, which is a good thing to have. Regarding when he returns, Michael Waka, I hope soon. I think the indications are well, how long him? a week, two weeks. I would say if he's not back next weekend, I would look at the I would look at the middle of August. Like, you know, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, somewhere around there. Just because they might want to have him do a rehab start. Yeah, that is true. Yep, definitely. It, it, hopefully soon. I mean, I think without a setback, I think it's at some point in the next, let's say, two weeks, which would be, you know, August yeah. 16, 17, somewhere in there. Let me answer um, this question before we. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I was going to say, right. I didn't realize, have we never met Faye? Maria, promise next time I want to meet you guys in J&J. That's never crazy. Met, I, feel like I've met, I feel like I've met Faye a thousand times, but that, I guess, is just on the internet. <laughs> right. Um, hold on, where is this? Let me answer this question for you, uh, Caleb. Now, this is this is very, very soon. And by soon, we mean like probably when we're all dead. Yeah, he's never going to pitch in, for the pod. I don't think we'll pitch in the big leagues again would be my guess. I think his career is over, unfortunately. Yeah. Horrible contract. Sorry for him, but uh, you, will mean not, you will not be seeing him in a Padres uniform. I can pretty much guarantee that. No, you're you're definitely not. You're definitely not. Um, join us, guys, tomorrow. We'll be talking about this upcoming Dodger series, obviously, 3 o'clock, San Diego Sports 760, or on the iHeartRadio app. Also, join us Friday. We'd love to see you Friday. Blind Borough, 7th and J, across from Petco, right do by we Western Metal Supply. What's that? Do we dare get Dave Vasse on tomorrow? Who's getting in trouble with that? Who's going to – who? who? The trouble who? is people are like, why do you have this guy on? But he's like an ultimate lightning rod. I know, but I always fight with him. I'm like, uh, like I literally last time like got in a fight with him on the air, didn't I? We kind of did, yeah. I forget what the circumstance was. Oh, he was like, what was he saying? He's like, I don't root for the Dodgers. It was something ridiculous, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, bro, come on. You're a Dodger, hom- you're a Dodger homer, and it's fine to admit it. It's fine. Just admit it. Yeah, like, like, you root for the, the Dodgers. biggest Dodger homer. It's okay. It's okay if you admit it. It's fine. I just want to put a question in the 
chat, like should we have David Vassay, the host of Dodger Talk, on ESPN LA or, or what? No, what is it? Is it ESPN LA? Yeah. No, AM five seventy. Yeah, sure. But whatever. I, I don't know. We'll have to think about that. I'm leaning kind of no, but I might be leaning yeah. Illicit people freak out on the text line. Everyone freaks out when we have them on. Um, Caleb says hell no, so maybe no. So anyway, join us tomorrow at 3. Join us from the Blind Borough on Friday at 3 as well outside Petco Park. If you're here, subscribe. Seriously, if you're here right now, if you hear my voice, if you can see me, <laughs> subscribe. Live or on replay. Hit the okay? like button. Everybody here, there's 346 people watching right now. Mm-hmm. Every single one of you, just hit that like button. That's all we ask. If you're watching. Right now, you're in bed. Like you're about to fall asleep. Like Just click it. Like um, button. You're on your laptop, on your sofa. Click it. Mm-hmm. You are, as long as you're not driving. Right. Like, guys, you're watching us. You're already you're already in the, like, we're already in your queue. Just hit the like button. What's that mean, in your queue? Like, it shows up on your front page. Oh. Okay. I didn't realize that. Um, follow like us on button. Twitter, at John Schaefer, <laughs> at Jim Russell SD. If you're here on replay, if you do the super thanks, you get a shout out on our next version of the wrap-up show simple as that we've had a few super thanks in the last few days we've given you guys shout outs if you do the super thanks if you want to support us we will give you a shout out the next time we are live here on the wrap-up show thank you to our partners mark nimitz and farmers insurance our title sponsor any insurance needs call mark link in the description down below aura want to get healthier need anything plant-based nutritional products click the link in the description down below want to win Play the best and easiest place to play, fantasy sports, underdog fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Click the link in the description down below. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. See you tomorrow on the radio, back on Friday right here on the Wrap-Up Show. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Peace out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.